Benny Hinn's favorite radio personality, broadcasting legend, Drew Marshall. That's right, folks. I am legendary broadcaster Drew Marshall. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to The Drew Marshall Show. We are back live Saturdays, 1 to 5, broadcasting out of the Joy 1250 studios. You can also hear us streaming live through our website, drewmarshall.ca. Thanks for tuning in. Meanwhile, back on the farm with Grant Marshall. You know, folks, we're losing a generation, a generation of respect, integrity, and honor, a generation who were not afraid of hard work and sacrifice, and my dad is that generation. Growing up on the farm taught him more about life than Google, so I thought maybe we should take the time to listen to that generation before that generation is gone. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Mr. Grant Marshall. Good afternoon, Drew. Hello, Mr. Marshall. How are how you now? Are you? I'm fine. As they say up in the old country, and how are you now there, eh? Well, we're doing good. Do you think the rain will hurt the rhubarb? I don't know. We, we, have, a little, we have a little today. Um, Dad, do you remember any of the previous interviews we've done, or, or do, you, do, you, uh, do you have short-term memory loss? Oh, no, no. I remember all the... You got me started in Ireland, and then you got me up to the farm, and my early days at school, and whatever. And whatever. Well, thank you for summarizing our time with whatever. Uh, Well, yeah, just to to bring people up to speed, because we have had a long break, Dad has shared uh, about uh, the family uh, uh, homestead in Ireland, uh, coming from Oma in County Tyrone and coming over to Dufferin County. Uh, the Marshalls uh, sort of helped found that area back in the 1850s in the town of Orangeville. And we had uh, a lot of relatives who were bigwigs in the town, and now no one cares about us. Um, but Dad grew up on the farm, and we've had all sorts of conversations about the one-room schoolhouse, about dipping a ponytail in an inkwell of a girl sitting in front of him oh, in class. Oh, goodness, don't bring that we up. We talked about his first kiss at a camp uh, that he was, uh, what was her name again? Colleen. See, he just picks it up like that. <laughs> there it is. And uh, we've talked about uh, the driving lesson, uh, driving a 19-something Ford, was it? Yeah, 39. 1939 Ford out the farm driveway, and, oh. uh, and his dad, my grandpa, saying, turn, turn, turn. And dad turned, but he turned the wrong way and went into the ditch. <laughs> And what else? There have, been, there have been so many amazing stories about the dances, the fiddle fests. Uh, by the way, that's Don Messer playing you in there. Do you oh, recognize yes. that tune? We all know. I'm not sure the tune, but uh, that's a Don Messer fiddle tune for sure. Would that be called a reel? Yeah. Yes, it would. There you go. I love it. Absolutely. It's oh, the they could call it a breakdown, too, sometimes. Okay. It's right. the girl I left behind. The girl I left behind. Referring to that girl that he kissed. Oh, right. All right. The girl I left behind you. Okay, we don't want. <laughs> I didn't know there were words to that song, Dad. Simon Cowell says, "Yeah, forget it." Um, today, Dad, I wanted to <laughs> contrast you growing up—not necessarily being poor, but you know, growing up country, growing up in uh, back in the uh, the '30s, the '40s, the '50s. Um, you know, the, you were certainly frugal, let's say. And and would you call you, uh, your family poor, or or were you oh. middle class, or what? Oh no, we were we weren't poor. We were middle class. There was no actually. There was very little cash money, Drew. Uh, the cash money came uh, in a big lump sum when the steers were sold in January. Uh, the daily, uh, weekly paycheck was uh, eggs and cream. Hmm. And um, I always say my mother lasted on uh, about 10 to $12 a week uh, with uh, 
saying, well, tea and spices and sugar and a dozen oranges. But after that, Drew, you know, we, we had everything on the farm. That that 150 acres produced virtually everything and in, in, in all our needs. The treats. I mean, let, let's contrast to everything right now to... to um from from how you grew up to to now, you know you're 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 pretty well off these days, Dad. Um, but you've always been known. I know I know you're not comfortable with me bringing this up, but you're always you've always been known as a giver. You've always given back. It's always been about community. You've been uh, you've chaired many charitable boards. You've been involved with many charities. You were president of the Lions Club, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And and so, where did the giving back come from? Well, I think it came right from my dad. My, I, I think I've told you this story before. I was 12, and my dad put a life insurance policy on me. My mother didn't think much of it, but it was around $80, $85 a year. It turned out it was compulsory saving. And it, it begs the question of uh, spending and uh, giving and uh, donating. And that life insurance pulled me through several times because now when I wanted to buy a car or buy something fairly fairly major, I, I had a uh, credit rating. Mm-hmm. And that was really important because uh, the bank could see, hey, I've paid this insurance policy for years and I guess this guy must be okay. And I used it twice. So uh, that told me uh, uh, to save and to donate, and uh, I think that's happened all the way through my life. We've we uh, knew the value of a dollar, and I think it's- well, that's what I'm getting at. How did you? Wh- what did growing up for you, or how did growing up for you translate into you knowing the value of a dollar? Well, the dollars uh, a dollar's worth of gas, uh, you know, would last us all week. Wow. Um, a ten cent ice cream cone or twenty five. It's it's a much it was a much simpler time, but still in all, um, money money wasn't a god, but it it did help us get along. Yeah, and and of course, uh, as I sit here talking to you, uh, I don't treat it as a god. We 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 need some, but uh, we need to help others along the way. But did you? You know, kids shop their faces. We all, I think we're a lot more consumeristic now than back in the day, back in your day. So well, I'm look, sure we are, because we have more things to buy. But, but, but did you, do you remember going out shopping? Did you go to a mall? Did you go shopping? No, never did. You never went to a mall and shopped when you were growing up in the farm? No. The only thing that we, <laughs> we had Uncle Clifford. Right. <laughs> he, he had the menswear store in town, my dad's brother, and we shopped there. And so this is, fact, this is a store where they sold harnesses for horses and pants for men. That's right, and everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> so everything was, uh, and when I went, uh, you know, uh, got a suit, well, of course, he didn't sell suits. No. And there were two uh, clothiers in town. One was Tories, and the other one was Hughes and Norris. And I, I would buy a suit from uh, from those uh, clothiers. Yeah. But everything else, and and on the farm, of course, work clothes and socks and boots. And would you ever go out and buy a takeout dinner or go out for a meal, that no, sort of thing? we never did. Again, on the phone with uh, Grant Marshall, my dad, let me just ask you about giving and community and church. Do you, would, would most of the farmers go to church? Yes, they did. Everyone in our area 
the United Church was at Camilla, and uh, I, I really can say um, 85% of the farm uh, membership what uh, was at the church. We were part of it, of course. Uh, Turner was a name. Ledlow was a name. Buchanan and Thompson was a name, and ours was Marshall. And there, there. I remember going to church, Drew, and and uh, very often Dad would kneel when we would have a prayer, uh, right in the in a pew. I, and, and as a kid, I kind of wondered if I should do that, but I'm not so sure I ever did. But uh, he he would kneel down on his knees, and uh, <laughs> and and uh, the prayer would be given, and then of course we. And and the little hymn book, you could hardly read it, of course, but uh, it was... And as a matter of fact, just a little, a few weeks ago, I went past the church. Now they call it something else, uh, Headwaters, and uh, but the the building is still there, and the, the social and the worship carries on, right. as, it, as it did uh, 80 years ago. Well, let me just uh, finish off with this, Dad. I know you've told me about uh, the fact that you dream, and when you dream, what do you dream of? Well, last night, Drew, I dreamt about the funeral home. Oh! Yes, I did. I often dream about that. We were looking, uh, we had a, a red room and a, a... Gold room. A gold room. Yeah. And we were uh, setting up in this red room. And now, hold on. I just realized our listeners may not know this. So, I grew up in a funeral home because my dad is a funeral director, and these were the visitation rooms downstairs that you're talking That's about. That's right. And uh, I, your mother and I were there for 22 years. We lived upstairs. And uh, so I often dream about the funeral home. And, and of course, uh, number two would be the farm. I, uh, I don't really dream about kind of current things, but I go way back, and I, I guess I am a dreamer. Yeah. But what was the last dream you had about the farm? Can you remember? Uh, well, it was feeding the calves. The calves, you see, would be born to the uh, the cows, and they would be weaned into the um, into the orchard. That's where they stayed. But of course, the uh, skim milk they had to be fed. Well, you'd take a pail of skim milk, and of course, they didn't know how to really suck the milk out of the pail. So you'd get your fingers in their mouth and uh, stimulate uh, a nipple, I suppose. And they'd eventually got the notion that they'd, they'd suck the milk out of the pail. And it wasn't natural for them, but they, they soon found out about it. And it was a kind of a messy job, but it had to be done. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It had to be done. These calves had to be fed the milk, and then, by gosh, they would line up, and they'd heal. They would he- My dad would rattle a pail, you know, and the cows would come just with the rattle of the pail. <laughs> Well, all animals, uh, I guess the whole Pavlov's dog uh, theory uh, holds true today. Uh, I, I remember rounding up horses at the ranch uh, first thing in the morning, and eventually, at the start of every year, you'd have to get behind the horses and crack the stock whip and push them down into the barn about, about uh, 5.30, 6.30 in the morning. But then eventually, you'd just have to rattle the feed the grain yeah, buckets down, right. in the, down in the yard, and they'd just come down. And, yeah, exactly. no worries. Well, listen, Dad, I, what a great catch-up again. And I, if you're okay, I would like to continue. Continue this well, once, sure. once a month with you. The, funny enough, the cows, you know, would go into their stalls without any prompting. We would let them out for water, and these 10 or 11 cows, they knew exactly where they belonged in the stall. And, and uh, the, their manger was the one that uh, they, they never got mixed up. 
Grant Marshall on the Drew Marshall Show. Meanwhile, back in the farm. That's the name of that segment. Dad, great to have you back again. And great to hear from you. And say hello to the kids. I will. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah, that's my daddy. I like my daddy. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Have a listen to this music, folks. And we're going to get a, another guest on the phone real quick. But I want you to have a listen to Mr. Don Messer. My dad used to go to live music performances like this in a little hall, a church hall or community hall. And uh, they would just twirl around and square dance. And it was just... Did they call them Kayleys or was it No, just no, like that's a, a Scottish thing or a UK thing. Um, no, square dances. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. This is, can you just imagine? Anyway, have a listen. I love this stuff. <laughs> 